You're listening to Legends of Wildmount, Episode 3, Ghouls in the Guardhouse. This episode was streamed live on Twitch June 10th, 2020. everyone and welcome back we're back to our streams that are taking a week off last week uh so uh before we begin got a couple of important announcements but first off i have to read a little statement here regarding some changes happening to the channel and whatnot so bear with me as i read it because i this is something that i should have been, that is yeah needs to be planned and said appropriately and well so uh, you may notice we're also raising money currently for the bail project through Black for Black Lives Matter. Uh, we'll, do, we'll be doing that from today until July 10th, and then going forward we'll be hopefully regularly donating to charities through our streams. However, uh, in light of the changes to our world socio-political climate and culture as a direct result of the Black, Matter, Black Lives Matter protests, Certain changes will be made to the Mimics and Monstrosities channel and stream lineup in order to be to better reflect the values and ideals of this community. The first among these changes is a donation of all raised funds via Twitch and other platforms to the Bail Project National Resolving Bail Fund starting today through July 10th, 2020. Following this charity drive, the channel will be donating regularly to other BIPOC-focused charities throughout this calendar year and well into the future. Furthermore, Mixed Monstrosities is a community which strives to amplify the voices of BIPOC players and GMs. We recognize that in the past, we haven't been nearly as selective or diverse in our casting process as we should have been, and we deeply apologize for our part in the perpetuation of racism within the TTRPG community. And I can assure you, we're going to do, we will be doing better going forward. Uh, we will be making a greater effort to include Oh no, I lost my spot. That's so bad. And amplify BIPOC voices in our community, and we ask the Mimics and Monstrosities community to hold us and each other accountable as we implement these changes. It is too early to make any official announcements, announcements on casting, but in the near future, Mimics and Monstrosities will be featuring an entirely BIPOC-played and GM'd game on either Fridays or Saturdays. In an effort to continue cultivating the most inclusive, empathetic, and safe community that Mimics and Monstrosities can offer, we will not have an open casting call for this game and all future games. Instead, we will be reaching out to potential GMs and players ourselves based on recommendations from those within the BIPOC community for our BIPOC-focused game. Finally, it has come to our attention that there are those within our community who find themselves in disagreement with our values and our support of the Black Lives Matter movement. These individuals have been respectfully notified of the values of the community and will no longer have a seat at the Mix of Monstrosities table. 
We ask that you not mention the name of, name of names of these individuals, but rather focus your energy into warmly welcoming the BIPOC voices, which will fill any open seats going forward. Now is the time to give credit to BIPOC creators, players, and GMs within the TTRPG community. Mimics on Monstrosities is in full and complete support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and any racism, racialism, or disagreement with these values will not be tolerated or given a platform. In accordance with these changes, the Mix of Monstrosities channel rules and safety guidelines document in our Discord under the Rules Read Before Posting channel has been updated. Everyone within the community must read and abide by these guidelines. For cast members, you must read as well as sign the document with an updated date of signature. We would like to thank those within our community who have already illustrated immense support for the Black Lives Matter movement either through social media presence, education, or attending protests themselves. We thank you and hope you stay safe as you continue to fight the good fight. To our BIPOC brothers, sisters, and siblings, we apologize for failing you in the past. We see you, we love you, we fight with you, and I can assure you we will do better. So thanks. Uh, and I just had to share that. And uh, we can get going. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, we are raising money for the bail project currently. We'll be doing that from June 10th to July 10th uh, here on the channel. All of our streams that we run during the week, uh, we'll be donating towards those, any funds raised during them. And then going forward, August, you know, for the rest of the calendar year, going forward, we'll be looking into other charities that are BIPOC-focused and organized and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And then other announcements. Um... Just check out our podcast if you can, and check it out, listen, get your ears pleasured, uh, just do that when you can. Uh, Mimics Monstrosity is on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, what else? I believe that is all the announcements I actually had to make. I'll most likely be reiterating the statement I made today on all of our streams this week, uh, just to get it out there, get people hearing it, listening to it, because it's important. Uh, going forward that we are a much more inclusive and safer community and a respectful community going forward um, Yes So without further ado, let's see if I remember what happened last time we played this little campaign so last we left off you guys uh, Continued Ooh, do not want to open my Xbox uh, continued your little um, Imprisonment if that, is that the right word? Uh, we're brought to the guardhouse in Diastock and uh, essentially quarantined, not quarantined, but somewhat, uh, put into a sort of private room to be interviewed one, -on one by one to sort of try to figure out your involvement in the strange incidents res uh, revolving around the citizens of Diastock and some of the guards ingesting this strange elixir, ripping their faces off and just going ballistic and attacking everyone. Um, during this interrogation, it was essentially revealed that all of you were kind of innocent in, well not kind of, but you were all very much innocent in this regard. And Enoch sort of, sort of was starting to detect a little bit of like an undead presence in the guardhouse. And it came to find out that um, anyone who had ingested these elixirs had, again, torn their faces off, but also became undead creatures that started attacking the guards while the rest of you were trapped essentially inside the guardhouse without any weapons. Uh, after breaking out of the room, 
dealing with some of these undead and somewhat distributing the weapons that were locked away in a chest, you dispatched, which I, what I believe were two ghouls, and there were 12 more trying to break into the captain's quarters. While they were trying to break into the captain's quarters, the two guards that remained here ran off to get reinforcements, leaving the four of you to deal with 12 ghouls alone as they all turn away from the door after uh, Lindak sort of, well, approaches them. And that is where we're going to pick up with everyone rolling initiative again. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's a zero. That's zero. a nice zero. So, what does that bring you to? A, a initiative zero. I rolled a one oh. with a negative one initiative, so Ooh. I have a zero. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. So, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, Lindak, what'd you get for initiative? 12. Vinlock, gravel, whatever you want to go by. Uh, 21. Okay, and Talindra. 17. 17. Okay. You go first, Mr. Gravel. Alright. Lindak rushes towards the captain's quarters door, and all 12 of these ghouls just sort of slowly lurch and turn around. Uh, I imagine that I don't need to go prone to hide behind the chest that all of these weapons and stuff were in. No, you're roughly the same size as the chest. Cool. Uh, if I were to uh, hide there for a moment... Behind uh, or inside the chest? Oh, behind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would I still have a view on the, the zombs? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, it was in a little alcove, and I believe Enoch is still kind of standing there, so I would say no. If you go behind the chest. Okay. Uh, is there a place that... Does it look like... Characters scanning around. Is there a place, somewhere to hide that he can peek out and shoot from? Uh, under one of the cots where the undead guards are strapped to? Uh, that's about it. The room you guys just came from? Yeah, but I, that would be like going prone and I can't yeah. fire prone because it'd be disadvantage. So... Uh... Beans. Um, Enoch is really good cover. You're st currently still kind of wedged in this alcove with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wanting to do a do a hide. Um. Shoot. Sorry, guys. I thought there would be something I uh, could do there. Uh, instead, I'm just going to see. Is there? Do they all look the same, or is there one that's kind of beefy? Uh, they all look relatively the same. Yeah, same frailty. Right. They're all commoners that have been turned into undead. So then I'll just uh, do an insightful fighting on uh, one of one of the ones that seems to have uh, the uh, the greatest hunger <laughs> in its <Sure>. eyes. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, and I will do an insightful fighting on it okay. and. Insight based on their deception. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, deception's charisma, correct? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a 19 minus 2, 17. Damn. <laughs> uh, obscured. Doesn't, yeah, I don't, I rolled 13, okay. so. Damn. Yeah, whoops. 
Okay, that's great. Bonus action done. Uh, so starting off pretty good. I'm going to just do a regular short bow attack on it. All right, go for it. Um, that won't. I believe I. Hold on. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Cool. I just had to re reread a, a definition of something. All right. So, I rolled a sixteen to hit. Sixteen definitely hits as you just whoosh, loose an arrow right. from uh, behind Linda or Enoch. Uh, ten damage. I rolled max damage, so right. six plus four. <laughs> gets it like in the left eyeball. It's like. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's just gonna stand there because he has nowhere to go. Okay, that'll bring it to the ghoul you just shot. And it is going to move towards the closest thing in its vicinity, which is Lindak. And it's just going to walk up to Lindak and go for a good old claw attack. Just, just slash out at Lindak. Oh, nice! 23 to hit. That hits. So, and then slashes you like a, these jagged, just weirdly jagged now claws dig into your chest. Um, ah. And prepare your dice. There we go. You take nine points of slashing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. yeah. I almost rolled max on damage. Oh, good gravies. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Oh, that is a fail, unfortunately. As yeah. it slashes into your chest, you feel the, this venom from its claws, whatever is... Just the this disease, not disease, but you get what I mean. Uh, it starts to like flow through your veins, and you are paralyzed for one minute. Paralyzed. As your joints lock up, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, ending on a success. That'll bring it to another ghoul. It was like Bleh. again, mindless creatures lumbers towards the closest target. And attacks is going to go for a bite attack on Lindax's neck with advantage because he's paralyzed. Yes, and it's a critical if it hits. Wait, did you get advantage on paralyzed? Par incapacitated. Yes, you do. Oh, I rolled a two and a four, so an eight to hit with that bite as it lunges towards you. And it does not hit. It's like. Bleh. And it kind of like slips in a puddle of ichor, and its teeth just like scrape, scrape on your neck skin, like a nibble. It's like a nibble on your skin, a little love bite. Uh, that'll bring it to Talindra. Uh, can I physically get to any of them? Oh yeah. Okay. I. Order. Whatever one is closest to me. It would be the two that are trying to eat Lindag. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll yeah, I'll go to. Oh yeah, so there's two on Lindag now, right? Yeah. Was there any of that necrotic damage? Nope. Crap. Actually, on second thought, are are these creatures um, considered humanoid? Nope, undead. No. Okay. Then, uh, then I'm gonna go up to one of the ones that's attacking Lindak, whichever one is closer to me. Okay. And and I will and I will hit it with my rapier, and I think I only have the rapier, so it's just gonna be the one. Yep. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh, uh, you go to like go forward and help uh, Lindak with like, the blood and the ichor that's kind of sprayed across the floor from these numerous dead ghouls. You ooh, you slip a little bit in on your way over, 
and you kind of just like poke it in the shoulder not really anything serious yep um that's about all i got honestly okay. unfortunately also shout out to shadows of arconia for yeah. hosting us thank you um <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, that's all I got. All Sorry. Right, I'll bring it to another ghoul. This ghoul sees you walk over. It's like, and it's going to lunge, move towards you and go for a claw attack against Talindra. For a 15 to hit. That'll hit. It hits? Yeah, I'm 14. Okay. So, yeah, it slashes you across the neck. Leaves like a gaping, not a gaping wound, but like three, four claw marks on your neck. And you take, oh, yeah. Nine slashing damage. Okay. As it slashes into your neck, and I need a Constitution saving throw. As you feel that, like, just mm -hmm. weird, disgusting rot and venom get into your veins. Okay. Um, that's a, that's fourteen. Fourteen succeeds. You you fight off the paralysis. Good. <laughs> uh, and as this happens, the ca the uh, the captain kicks open his door. Now they're kind of distracted. And just is like, oh, I'm good. I'll, I'll try to help. And he punches one in the back of the head. For a seven, 19 to hit for six bludgeoning damage. Just and just cold. strong. Oh yeah. Oh wait, six. No, four. Just cold cocks it in the back <laughs> of the head. Just I added modifiers to that. Oops. Uh, yeah. So cold cocks the ghoul in the back of the head, and it turns to face him. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, uh. And that'll. Oh wait, nope. It. I he I took health away from the wrong ghoul. There we go. And that ghoul's gonna turn on him and go for a claw attack against the captain. That misses. He's like, ooh, ooh. And he hides behind the door, and the teeth just sink into the wood of the door, and two get pulled out. Two of the teeth just get ripped free into the wood of the door. Uh, bringing it to Lindak. I guess I can do a saving throw. Yes, Constitution. Seventeen. You are no longer paralyzed, and that is the end of your turn. Right. Uh, bringing us to Enoch. <laughs> um, uh, he had a spear ready to throw, so he's yeah. gonna throw it at uh, just one of the ones that are attacking Lindak at the moment. Okay, go for it. You grab the spear and you just. Uh, 18 to hit, 13 Eight, plus 5. 18 definitely hits. Uh, that's okay, really good. Uh, 10 points of damage. Oh. Piercing. Yeah, that spear slams into, like, the collarbone of the zombie that already had the arrow into its eye, and it looks like it's about to die. It's barely standing on. Just like, <laughs> and now there's a spear yeah. kind of, like, stick, sticking out of its uh, collarbone, collarbone, almost anchoring it to the floor. Um... Okay, so could he? Is it possible for him to reach back and grab his morning star from this box? Uh, I'd say that'd be an action to grab it. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, hmm. he's gonna move up, uh, kind of taking, uh, getting in position to where he can like shield against if they come for him. Okay. Uh, like taking point, like by Lindak essentially. Alrighty, excellent. Uh, that'll bring us to the top with Mister Gravel. Yeah, I suppose I'm gonna use my turn to give Enoch his his weapon then. 
Okay. So Enoch is beside Lindak now, I believe. Yeah. So you grab. I'll just the... reach in there, grab it, go up behind him, and just like tap him on the ass. I, 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 are you looking for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You see this little gnome drag your flail over, give it to you. The morning star, yeah. Morning star, yeah. Uh, that's my turn. <laughs> I guess I'll back up. Okay. Uh. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. That's right. it. That'll bring us to the one that is in front of Thank Lindax you. still, with the spear and the arrow in it, the one that's about to die. It's just gonna yeah. and still attack Lindak with a claw attack for a twelve to hit. Nope. All right. Not it's like this time. Uh, the one beside it is going to this time try to do a claw attack against Talindra. Uh, that is a thirteen to hit, which does not hit, bringing it to Talindra. Um, I hit the one I'm next to, I guess, with my rapier. Go for it. Yeah, I can do it here, can't I? Fourteen. Fourteen does hit. You okay. just lunge forward and you stab into the throat of this one ghoul. Alright. Which one are you attacking? The one that's being attacked, or the one that attacked you? Whatever one I attacked last time. Okay. So... I'm not sure which one that is, but... Uh, the one attacking uh, that's you. That's five damage. Okay. Well, one of the ones that are attacking you. There's not two attacking you. Right. Okay, five points of damage. Anything else? Unfortunately, there's not a lot of else I can do. So that's that's what I do. Okay. Uh, that'll bring it to one of the other ghouls that was attacking you, and it's going to try to slash you across the neck again for a 17 to hit. Yeah, but that'll hit. So right in the same wound... Uh, uh, seven slashing damage as you get raked across the neck, and I need a Constitution saving throw. Okay. It's really going after her neck. Gosh. Okay. Well, that was not as good. That was a natural one. Okay. The the rot and venom from this weird undead these weird undead claws. You are paralyzed for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Alrighty. Uh, that'll bring us to another ghoul who... Sorry, the captain. He's going to go back into his captain's quarters and just kind of hide behind the door's cover. Uh, realizing he made a mistake. Uh, that'll bring us to the ghoul that did go for him before and it's going to go into the room with him and try to attack him. With a claw attack. For a 17 plus 4, that hits... Oh, max damage. Uh, for 10 slashing damage, he has the captain has one hit point left. <laughs> and he is paralyzed as well. Just... Uh, the claw like, kind of scrapes across the front of his throat, and you can see it almost like tears his throat out, but he's just like holding onto the wound, bleeding profusely, and is now paralyzed. Uh, as this happens, Lindak, it's your turn. Can Lindak see into the captain's quarters? Yep, but it's currently surrounded by undead, so you can't get into there. What a bet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> manifest echo. Mm -hmm. I'm going to manifest my echo into that room if it's less than 15 feet. It is. Or 15 feet. Yep. And then I am going to... 
can't do that now. But I can, uh... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to attack with my Echo, the one that's in the captains. Okay, go for it. Echo appears and swings the longsword, or whatever weapon it is you have. Yep, longsword. Uh, does a 12 hit. A 12 just hits. So your echo appears and just slashes at the ghoul, catching it in the midsection. 10 points of damage. Ten points Sorry, of damage. that's not right. 6 points of damage. 6 points of damage. Okay, that one is still standing relatively okay. And that's my turn. Okay, well it's down to half. Um, Alright. Uh, that brings us to Enoch. Um, he's going to take the morning star. Thank you. And as he's grabbing it from Vinlock, he's just going to take it with the momentum and he's going to bring it around and just hit the one that he's not going to hit the one that he speared. This thing's yeah, he will. He's going to knock that one out. Um, okay. Try to complete that. Knock it out uh, or go lethal because these are now undead. Oh, no. He's going to kill it. Like, okay. knock it out. Like, take it out of the... Okay. Uh, take it out. Bust its head open. Alrighty, um, so... 16 to hit, 16 11 plus 5. Hits, roll damage. Okay. As you bring it. Use the momentum to bring <laughs> yeah. your morning star, and you just hit it in the side of the jaw. Oof. That's a 7 plus 5 oh, yeah, is it's 13. It's dead. Uh, you, like, you all hear an audible wet crack, like a, the sound of an egg cracking, and the morning star actually, like, embeds itself a quarter of an inch into the skull and stays there. And with the momentum of it getting like flung to the side, you rip it out. And there's like a really loud, like a, like a squelching, popping noise as you pull the Morningstar out, and the crumpled body of this commoner just drops to the floor like a bag of potatoes. Okay, he is going to. Uh, is there a way to, sh to shift around so that he could have? Um, he essentially wants to put the one that attacks, the two that are on tall, Tal. Sorry, Tal. Um, he wants to be in range of both of them. Oh yeah, you can easily cool. do that. They're like right. You okay. guys are all like kind of beside. Now, yeah, you guys are all kind of beside each other. Allow them to be able to attack too, but yeah, he yeah. wants to be able to get an all opportune right. spot there. Alrighty, that'll bring us to the top with gravel. So I can't see into the the guard the guards room, can I? No. Um, the height difference kind of screws you a little bit. Yeah. I have a whole different view of people's legs. Uh, and it's also you also all notice that it's only four ghouls fighting. The others seem kind of just like frozen and not really doing anything. All right. Well, uh, I guess of the ones that I can actually shoot, I will shoot the... Um, the one that has the least health. Okay, that'd be one of the ones that is the that'd be the one that uh, yeah, one of the ones that attacked Talindra. Cool. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, well, is is it next to someone? It's kind of behind Talindra, so you can easily see it. Okay. But yes, it's. Next but can to I someone. shoot it? Oh yeah, easily. Okay, if it's behind her, but I'm behind her. You can easily shoot it. Okay. Alright, uh, and, but, right, so because it's next to her, if if I hit, I would get sneak attack, correct? Yeah. Okay, 
I will uh, not use my bonus action yet then, and I will make an attack. Alright, go for it. Uh, this thing is being dumb. Alright. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. You loose an arrow and it hits it in the, in the temple. So damage and sneak attack. At 16 total. Oof. Uh, how much points does it have? It had 17. Oh, oh shucks. So right in the temple, just bleh. Yep. It, buck it buckles a little bit, but regains its composure. Cool. Uh, I guess I'm going to uh, run up on it and okay. do a bonus action uh, uh, two-weapon fighting. Pull out a little dagger. Can you do two-weapon fighting if it's not a melee weapon you use on your first attack? Oh, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, buddy. So I won't do that. No, that's cool. I I, I was blanking. So that's good. Uh, good. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Hmm. Uh, then I will just bonus action hide. Bonus action hide? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's a uh, uh, 20 total. Oh, yeah, you're good. All right. Uh, that'll bring us to. Yeah. The, one of the yeah the ghoulets one of these ghouls that is trying to eat Lindak it's gonna go for another claw strike on Lindak's face this time come on dice uh, that's a seven to hit not this time bringing it to Talindra it like scratches at your face you kind of just yeah you just don't even move it's just misses yeah Talindra your turn okay so my con save uh, uh, that, yeah is at, it... the, at the end of your turn. At the end of my turn, but I'm I'm paralyzed, aren't I? Yes, yeah, so you don't you don't get a turn, so all you can do is a con save. Yeah, so I'm doing that. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are no longer paralyzed, but that is the end okay. of your turn. Okay, cool. I can't move or anything. I just nope, completely. That's the all end right. of your turn. All right. All right. All righty. That'll bring us to the ghoul with an arrow in its temple. That. Almost died. It's gonna <laughs> and lumber towards uh, gravel. Talindra gets an attack of opportunity. Uh, I'm. That's right. I mean, Never I, mind. That would be great. That's right. That's I would right. love it Never if mind. that happened. Never but mind. I'm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that is right. It's gonna try to uh, claw into your back, Talindra, because it is still behind oh. you. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Yeah. Uh, six, you, take, you take six slashing damage. Okay, I'm I'm down. You're unconscious. Uh, you yeah. guys watch as Talindra just <laughs> drops to the floor. Uh oh. And then that ghoul is going to use the rest of its movement then to go prone and prepare to start eating Talindra. That one HP. It's it, killing but me. It, but it went prone. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> uh, that'll bring which us, means I can't hit it. <laughs> that'll bring us to the the guard captain who's in the room paralyzed with one hit point. 
He's no longer paralyzed, but that's the end of his turn. As the ghoul in there is going to make an attack at him to try to bite into his throat. Yep. Uh, it sinks its teeth into the guard captain's throat and tears his throat out. He takes 10 slashing damage and, yeah, throat is just torn out and swallowed by the ghoul and his body just drops back into the uh, into the room and you notice some of these ghouls that weren't attacking start to slowly shamble into that room as well. They start eating. Uh, bringing us to... And you guys start to hear like a horn, like a... And... Well, so far, based on the initiative, one guard enters and hucks a spear. He's not going to throw a spear away, that's stupid. Uh, he's going to come running in and attack the zombie that's trying to eat Talindra. Or the ghoul. Uh, that's 15 to hit. Yeah, he just spears that one through the head, it dies. Boom! Uh, that'll bring us to Lindak. So there's now like five of them in the room with me? Yes, you said with your echo, yeah. Four more came in with my echo, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, are there any around me? Like you? Like Lindak? That's Lindak. Oh, yeah, there's, there should be. There is still. Uh, one. Around you. Okay. Okay, my uh, I'm going to attack that one. Lindak is going to. Okay. I'm betting a nine doesn't hit. A nine does not hit. You swing and it just it ducks the swing. All right, and then my. Uh, Shadow's going to come back out of the room. Okay. Uh, that would be how many feet? Uh, difficult terrain for all the bodies. I'd say full movement just to get at, just outside of the room. Okay. That's where he is. He's standing just outside the door. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. Another guard comes running in and is going to stab the one that's in front of you, Lindak. Uh, that hits. Just hits for a 12. Runs, it comes running in, stabs that ghoul in the chest cavity uh, for right damage for 10 points. No, that's not right. 9 points of piercing damage. Stabs that ghoul in the chest, and then another guard comes running in and attacks that one for a, a hits and 8 piercing damage to that one, bringing it to Enoch. Okay. Um, <clears throat> gonna take this one out. That's a at Lynn. No, seeing their guards, he's gonna shift around to um, uh, to Lindra's uh, body. Okay. And he is going to attempt to do a medicine check to stabilize her. Okay, give me a medicine check as you like. Try to oh, that's an. 18 plus 4, yeah. 22. Yeah, so you go to like staunch the wound in her neck where she's bleeding from and 
you can you can staunch the blood and she is now stabilized but still unconscious and she will wake up if she is not given healing in four hours I can like four hours for you <laughs> uh, that your turn then that is uh... <sighs> yeah um mm-hmm Yep, that's there's, gonna be my turn. There's sort of really big thunder strike. Okay, um, yeah, it's a storm in here too. Uh, so if the power goes out, um, all right. So at the start, at the top of the next turn, you guys see a person in robe, like these white robes, kind of enter the room, enter the building, mutter a few words, and this they clutching a holy symbol on their chest, and all of the ghouls in this room, even the guards that are strapped to the beds, still like writhing and trying to get out, are all just. Pfft, disintegrated via destroy undead uh, thus ending the uh, encounter and shit and the cleric immediately, immediately starts going to like tending the wounded guards so some guards they kind of like from outside kind of have like bite wounds um and she, she uh, hey uh I know you don't you guys don't think too kindly on uh People don't look like you, but uh, this one over here could use your help. She's looking a lot worse than just uh, a bite. Okay, one minute. Uh, one second. Uh, oh. Sorry. I just got a tornado warning on my phone. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, oh, jeez. I'll be fine. I only live on the, I only live on the 11th floor. Um... So the uh, the the cleric rushes over. She pulls her hood down. And you see, uh, she has uh, very not very pale, but pale, uh, like a pale complexion, pointed elf-like ears, and long kind of red hair tied off into uh, numerous braids. And she's like, oh, "All right," um, and she puts a hand on Talendra's uh, neck and casts Cure Wounds at third level. So. Okay, so that is 3d8. Uh, you get 12 points of healing back to Lender on you. <gasps> you wake up and she's like, alright, um... Uh, anyone else hurt? Yeah. She, okay. She... I'll be fine. She puts a hand on Lindex wounds and casts cure wounds at I only need ten points. She'll do that first level then. You get uh Uh I rolled really good for this one. Nice. <laughs> you get twelve points of healing back. Back up forward. And then she's like, uh any casualties? And then she kinda like tur- turns around, you all can see the guards kind of pull carrying their captain's body out of the guard room. Throat has a massive gaping wound in it. And she's like, um, bear with me for just a moment. Uh, and she wanders over to the body and she puts, you see she pulls a diamond out of her, like a little satchel on her side, kind of presses the diamond into his throat and starts to cast a spell. And within a few seconds he's, you can see his throat kind of close up and he's like, breathing and alive again and she kind of slumps over exhausted and the guards Ooh. are kind of like 
one guard's kind of like looking around, seeing all the dust on the floor, and kind of just like walks over to like another room, comes out with a broom and starts like sweeping up the dust from all of the ghouls and the people that were in the beds. Um, and Nox gonna go to gonna make sure that Talendra sits up. He's gonna like help her get and sit her on one of the cots. Um, and then he's gonna go over to the box and he's gonna get his two hand axes and he's gonna strap them to his side, um, put his shield up, uh, look to the others. Um, are we gonna get in trouble again? Do you think? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. Would Linda go his crossbow? Okay. I check my violin to make sure there's no dents in it. Yeah, everything's, all your equipment's perfectly <laughs> fine, nothing, no damage. I take my dagger back from the chest. Okay. Yeah, Venlock's gonna grab his stuff, the rest of his stuff from there, and, uh, and he'll pull out his little compact and make some adjustments. Okay. Mirror. Alright. Nox gonna crouch down, walk over to Finlock, pull the little pouch from his. It's like mm. he's like squatting, and he's gonna like trying to make like a almost like a large. <laughs> he's gonna like bow up a little bit. What's up, big guy? Here, and he's gonna hand over the coin pouch that you gave to him. Uh, keep keep it for a bit longer. Oh, okay. He's gonna put it back. Thank well, you. <clears throat> uh, he's gonna walk over to the where the guards and all them are. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, can we? Do we need to stay? Um, probably to ask him questions about what happened. Okay. He's going to go and sit on my cot. Cross my arms. Okay. Um, and the, the guard captain kind of comes out. He kind of like stands up, feels around on his throat. That was weird. Okay. He sees the four of you alive and well, and he's like, Oh, um, are you all right? Nah. Could be better. Five. Okay. Uh, they're innocent, uh, just so you all know. <laughs> well, can we uh, assist in any other way before we can head out and get going with our business? Uh, you seem to have a lead, maybe, on this fellow we encountered and the one that gave everybody these potions, so... Um, one of the other guards kind of stands up. He looks burlier than most of the guards. Uh, and he kind of stands up. Uh, and it's actually, you notice it's actually a, uh, very... I was going to say well-endowed, but that's not the word I wanted. Um, <laughs> a muscular, kind of really fit, uh, dwarf. And the dwarf just kind of says, Well, uh... I heard from the captain here that, uh, you guys have a lead descriptions and whatnot on this elixir salesman. 
correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what's the word on uh, the other guard that uh, we kind of saved from this fate? Oh, well, we found him. Everything's fine. All right. Does he have a? Does he provide a good description of this person as well? Uh. Yeah, kind of. It kind of matched the description y'all gave us. Uh, unfortunately, we're gonna be a little busy, kind of making sure the city isn't at risk, making sure no one is kind of making sure we rounded up all the afflicted folks here. Uh, that said, uh, we might have an idea where this uh, individual is uh, laying low, creating these elixirs here in the city. If y'all wouldn't mind going and apprehending the individual for us, he wouldn't expect, well, citizens to come arrest him. Would there be a reward? Of course there would be a reward. I'll go. Uh, this seems a little fishy. Um, being how quickly they seem to know where this person is. Okay. So I would like to do a little bit of a... A little bit of a thing to see if he's full of shit. <laughs> okay. Can I do that? Make me an insight check or whatever. Thank you, sir. Hmm. 21. Seems like he's telling the truth, just doesn't know how to word it right now in the panic. Okay. Hmm. Uh, you might want to check out the warehouses. Uh, they're kind of to the south a bit. Uh... It's a good place to hide out, I imagine. Any more specifics than in the warehouse? Ah, uh, some citizens said they saw a weird-looking wagon out in that way, like a stagecoach, colorful, made for selling stuff, advertising. You know. That sounds about right. Before tornadoes. I thought I heard a siren. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Um. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna walk outside. I mean, all right. Uh, sure. Alright, so everybody's walking outside? Yeah. Makes sense. So. Alright. Uh, have we made some distance between the other guards and ourselves? Most likely, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm a locksmith. What? What's all this about? Why? Why'd we just get well, co-opted into <laughs> doing guard work? Yeah, and there's he said there's we rewards. So we can make you can make some money for your your locks business, right? And behind us in the guard room, my shadow poofs, my echo, oh. it poofs. I'm more than thirty feet away from. It. <laughs> okay. Are you nervous, Vinlock? If you are, you could just stand behind me. I, I can handle most of the <clears throat> aggressive individuals. 
It just seems a little... Maybe we'll talk to him and see if uh, there's more to this story. How about that? I'd, I'd rather not talk to that person. So just, so just kill him. Sounds about right. Okay, bring him there in. it is. Or, or yeah, or bring him in, I guess. Well, if he's able to make these potions, he's probably magical in nature, so we should... Once we apprehend him, we should bind and gag him to keep him quiet and keep his hands from... You know. Right, or we could kill him. Apprehending him might be smarter. We could make a little bit more money. People tend to prefer their bad guys alive I know weird mm. we'll think about it in the moment however we feel yeah. whoever decides to finish that him because I mean that's just weird right what's the point to cause mayhem I don't know maybe it's just bad in nature some people are just like that way so we're walking towards the warehouse district as we're talking like this. I figured we'd be heading okay. south, yeah. Maybe um, we should ask if anything's before. been stolen. Yes. Mm -hmm. What was that, Brogan? Little Indra. Oh, I, I was saying, are we going to deal with this right now? Are, are any of us in any condition in case this goes south? I would like a short break, if that's all right. I, I would Just like more than a short break I think how about we get close enough we find a place for you to rest and we uh, I'm I'm okay I can do a little uh, asking around if you would like well we the guard I spoke to said that he was going to put us up in a in in an inn so I perhaps we should speak with him I think it's the least they owe us Well, he's he's is he he's just like behind us. Let's, right? Oh, they're uh, you guys walked away from the guardhouse, so they're nowhere near oh, okay. the. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, do you really? Are you that? I I know you got injured. Are you that? Uh... I'm not so concerned about. Well, I mean, I am not feeling physically up to a battle, but uh, I'm more concerned about how useful I can be in any kind of. Uh, altercation. I, I, I'm a spellcaster, and I am ah. unable to cast many spells at the moment. Well, let's. Um, uh, uh, I think we could rest up. Um, maybe, maybe I can talk to the general store owner, see so he could give us some supplies, additional supplies for. Saving him and his family. Um, the general general store owner is dead. Oh, oh. that is right. <laughs> oh, he was the owner would there. be his wife now, right? I'll go deliver the news. <laughs> yeah, by the way, your husband's dead. Can we buy some stuff? We have free stuff. <laughs> I came into some money recently, so maybe I could do that. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. We could go. Let's go. Let's go rest. Let's go. Mm -hmm. What guard was it? Uh, if if you like, I could go and find him. I could go back. Yeah, you. we'll 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 head back that way. 
Okay. About phase. Yeah, and uh, turned. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're heading back, back to the, the general store. The guard uh, To the guard where house. the guardhouse was? Where yeah. we get put up in where a... Where we just our, came from. The inn, yeah, yeah. sorry. I should have mentioned that earlier. Anok's not going to go in. He's going to... Uh, he's going to, like, find a bench or somewhere to sit and just kind of wait for her. Yeah, I'll, okay. go, I'll go in and find... Vindek will stay outside as well, but he'll be standing at rest. Like a soldier. Okay. Yeah, yeah Gravel's going to... He's going to kind of try to do a short rest real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll say what I'm trying to do. I'll say like on the walk, you could get a short rest. Because you're not really okay. doing any. I mean, realistically, you're not supposed to do short rests on walking and stuff, but sure. Short rest for everybody if you need it. Right. Two at the same dice. Okay, so seven plus two. It's nine. Uh I, I go I go in and try to find uh, anyone who seems like they'd be I could talk to. I don't okay. know if there's any kind of sure. desk or anything, probably not. Okay. Do I find someone? Uh you find sorry, I'm distracted. Fixing stream stuff. Oh, that's okay. What are you looking for again? Uh, um, either the guy that I spoke to who offered me accommodations in the meeting I had with him or or someone who would be able to take me to him. Like someone who be I could just talk to. Not in the area. Not in the area? No. Are there, there's no, um, no people just like walking around? Mm, not right now, no. No? What am I, what am I seeing? Is it just like an empty room? Okay. Okay. And I'm assuming everything else is like locked or all the other yeah. doors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was <laughs> more or less pointless. Uh, I suppose I'll go to one of the doors, just knock in case. You hear snoring. Nothing. No. Okay. All right. I come out kind of huffy. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then I just kind of <laughs> start um, just going in a direction. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What is she doing? Well, aren't we going to find an inn? Well, I have an inn. Oh, we have. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's go there. Wait, then. You've been staying an in an inn for the last oh. week. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go there. Where's yeah? Let's go to that one. Yeah. I think that's the one he would have sent us to anyway. Correct, Amundo. And we could put it on. Just trying to remember the name. Put it on his tab, right? The Shaded Bow. Well, that's why I need money. I'm running out of money to pay for the inn. The name of the inn was the Shaded Bow. Shaded Bow. That's right. All right. Away we go. Follow me. And he goes marching off towards the Shaded Bow. Okay. Goes in. Goes up to his room. You guys follow. You can crash around on the floor if you want. Uh, Kyle, they, you they, can have the bed. I'm not tired. They have to pay to sleep here. Oh. Even if there's already a room. Of course. We don't just give free rooms away to people. Well, oh, we already have a room. My room. 
Your room will not. Hey, your room I, I got. I'll pay for my room. Your room doesn't have enough beds. No. How many beds are in are in your room? Uh, one. I don't need to um. sleep right now. I'm fine. I don't think. You could... How much for a room for the night? Uh, for the night, it's roughly about a gold piece. Oh, that's not so bad. Oh, okay. Um, easy enough. Uh, is that for a two-bedroom or a single-bedroom? A uh, single-bedroom. That's what uh, I've been paying for the last week or so. I suppose that's fine. Okay. Uh, they are very nice rooms. I yeah, he's going to hand them. over a gold. All right. Uh, the tavern owner uh, is a very pompous-looking man, handlebar mustache, slicked back, black hair, and goes, "All right, and here's your key." And he gives Enoch a key. Um, this is my son, and he puts his hand behind Vinlock's back. <laughs> Vinlock's like, just gonna look up at him and be like, "I don't think he's buying it." <laughs> uh, he just looks and goes, "Uh, he's adopted." Persuasion check or deception. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's 16 plus 2. Uh, I'm going to go deception. That's uh, 18 total. I got a 17. So Damn it. Oh, wait. That's, yeah, good. that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, he goes, All right. Take your son with you. Come along. I nudge Tal and then say to the guy, and this is my wife. I already paid. <laughs> oh, you already paid? Oh. Oh, <laughs> the lies, the deceit. Uh, oh, I guess your relationship isn't going well. She paid for her No, room. that's fine. <laughs> it's one of them things, you know. <laughs> and uh, he hands Talindra keys, like, well, uh, enjoy your sleep. Uh, food is not included with your stay. Food is extra. How much? Depending on the day, depending on the meal we are serving. Um, what are you serving you, today? Yeah. Uh, beef Wellington on a bed of uh, uh, rice. That sounds really good. <laughs> sounds so, sounds. Uh, and then uh, for dessert, it's a uh, and then um, and then uh, little cherry tarts. That's so good. Mm. That's delicious. delicious. How much? For, uh, for the meal, it's uh, well another gold piece. It also okay. comes. With, it also comes with bottomless wine. If if you spend an extra five gold. Uh, no. Um, is this included in a? I'll give you two. One for me. One for my son. Oh, oh uh, children actually eat free. So okay. Perfect. <laughs> one golden. <laughs> Right. There you go. I'm and we'll like going. an adult. <laughs> I'm, a I'm a log. Adult. <laughs> I will also kill <laughs> You're Goliath's child. It is fine. <laughs> what color skin does Enoch have? Gray. <clears throat> <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, right now. <laughs> oh yeah, peach uh, colored. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. 
he has <laughs> gray hair or gray skin. <clears throat> He's just gonna keep walking. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, your food will be brought up to your rooms if you're paying for it. Otherwise, good night. He's gonna open the door. He's gonna plop down on the floor, lean his head back. Okay. Uh, Vinlock's gonna shut the door and be like, Enoch. Mm -hmm. Why the uh, deception there, friend? Um, because I didn't want to use your money and I have a limited amount of money and it worked. I have money. You could have paid. I didn't think you had money. You gave me all yours, or a lot of it. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. However, I do not uh, not wanting to uh, put on the guise of a child for a few reasons. Well, here I didn't ask the age of my child. You could be well into your adult life. But you're right. I'm sorry. If you would like to pay, you're more than welcome to. Enoch. Yes. Have you been down from the mountain long? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Subjective, I guess. I've been down long enough to know some of the ways. Uh, mm. I know that men and their our families tend to get a room uh, at a cheaper rate. Um, so I, I, I kind of used that knowledge and figured I'd save some money. I didn't think you you had given me yours, and I didn't want to give you. You know, I. Uh, I have I have plenty of money. Yeah, well then you could have definitely definitely played, right? I well it was yours and I didn't want to. You're right. It was mine. Here, if you would like to pay, you're more than welcome to. And he's going to hand the pouch over to him. Okay. Vinlong might be thinking this guy's wiser <laughs> than he than he looks. Because <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff that that almost might you might think that he's onto him a little. <laughs> okay. Huh. And he'll take the bag. Okay. And he'll have this separate pouch, the pouch that belongs to the person that he cut it from. Okay. And he's going to just dump the pouch into his pouch. Okay. And looking at the coins as they go in, making sure that none of them have any distinct markings. They don't. Okay. And then he's going to take uh, the pouch that's left, and uh, he's going to look for a brazier or uh, any type of heat or um, fire in the room, if there is one. Uh, there's a fireplace. Yeah, he'll 
get something going and burn it. Okay. Toss it in the fire and it starts to just blacken and burn and curl. Are you upset? Um, well, I do plan on laying roots here, and it makes it a little complicated if, you know, I'm supposed to be your son. <laughs> uh, yeah, the long, yeah, the, the long-term effects of what I did, yes, but, um, <clears throat> I apologize for my deception. Yeah, you can have the too. bed. Yeah, uh, me too. And he's gonna pull off the wig and uh, rub the sweat from his head, and you'll see that uh, his skin is actually kind of gray like yours, though it has kind of a rocky like texture, almost mm -hmm. plainer looking. Anaka's his face goes from like a kind of half smile to like a mortified look <laughs> as you just <laughs> begin to pull your hair out and uh are you are you alright are you sick I'm not alright but I am not sick what was is that your hair no never had any <laughs> oh, well, I usually don't. I keep it, but it's gotten a little. You don't have a razor, do you? No, no need. Oh. I'm like, I got a couple of knives. I don't trust that. Um. So this is what you really look like. <clears throat> this is gravel, and he'll do a short bow without taking his eyes off of them. Okay. Um, why do you hide your who you really are? Why is the what's with the well the extra face and the hair? You saw how the guards were treating Tal and Lindak. Uh-huh. They'd be treating me the same way. I'm not from around here. I get stares, but I never get treated like that. Yeah, something about where we come from and what's going on. As I understand it, there are a lot of politics, and I try to stay out of that. I do too. My mistress told <clears throat> I mean yeah I was told to not get involved well what now we were to sleep to rest I'm not sure we might want to come clean. Not ah. about, not about me, because I'm gonna Vinlock here. 
oh, before we leave. That you're not my child. Yes. I mean, we've already told the guards that my name is Vinlock Feldspar, so... Okay. And I told the entire town that my name was Vinlock Feldspar and that I, <laughs> that I am a locksmith. Well, I don't plan on staying here for much longer. I don't think it's... I mean, we could come clean. Yeah, at least to the innkeeper. They, they got loose lips. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to do that. Well, here, and he'll like get up. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he's gonna hand him his key, and he is going to you sleep well. And he's gonna slide past the door, close it behind him, make his way down. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that's happening, Linda. Are you doing anything in your room by yourself? Um, well, I didn't spend the gold for food because I know there's a restaurant just down the road or a tavern that could feed me for a lot cheaper, a lot more. So I'm actually, while they're talking, just going to leave and go there. So I'm probably sitting in a tavern by myself. All right, well, on your way there then. Give me a perception check. You're walking the streets at night, heading over to the tavern. The streets are relatively, they're, they're not super busy, but there's people like milling about, drunk people, people stumbling around. Uh, and as you're walking, someone kind of bumps into you accidentally and goes, oh, sorry, sir. And yeah, perception check, please. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, you can feel them, the person that bumped into you, try to cut your coin purse. I reach down and grab his hand. Oh, sorry, sir. Yes, you are. Yeah. And I give him an elbow to the face. Attack roll. <laughs> unarmed strike, so yeah, just... Uh... Nat 20. Alright, what's your, what's your unarmed strike damage? <laughs> Uh, three or something. So six. Just, just six. Yeah, so uh should be six with the crit. So Oh, it's yeah, three, sorry. Six. six. Yeah, so you just elbow him in the nose, you hear his nose like break, blood kinda of trickles on his face, and he just slumps down on the into the middle of the street, up against the building unconscious. And I just keep on walking. Okay. You get to the tavern and walk in and you said take a seat. It's relatively packed, full of drunk people, again. Uh, you get an idea that probably the person who tried to just to rob you came from here? I uh, kind of wave to the barmaid that I've seen every day for the last week. And okay. She waves over at you. And I said just the, the normal, the usual, or whatever. Okay. Ten minutes later, a big, 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 big bowl of just meat stew filled with potatoes and other vegetables comes over and you just start eating away at it. Uh, Talindra, are you doing anything for the night? Um, yeah, I, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to eat when it comes. Um, okay. and then I'm going to put in my necessary hour or so of, of practice. Did you probably, did, an, did you pay hmm? the, did you pay the additional one gold piece? I did. For the yeah. Food? Okay. So two gold. Okay. So you're just going to spend the time just practicing your instrument? Um, yeah, I'm going to spend about an hour doing that, and then I want to wait to hear... I assume I saw Lindak leave. 
Probably not, because he's in a different room. Okay. Then I would have gone to his room, realized he wasn't there, and then went back. And uh, just, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll continue to practice. Okay. Uh, And eventually, yeah, there's a knock at the door. um, And there's a little... uh, maybe like a 10 year old boy kind of in nice little clothes he's holding a silver tray with the beef wellington the rice and a goblet of wine and a little cherry tart and he's like i'm not dinner miss thank you and then he holds out his hand then he holds out his hand (laughs) take out a i take out a silver and i give it to him oh thank you miss most kind and he turns and scurries down the road down the hallway a little bit and then knocks on uh enoch's door hello dinner <laughs> gravel just freezes up doesn't do anything okay i'm leaving it make any i'm leaving it by the door it's like in the middle of putting his disguise back on okay because yeah, you can hear you can hear like a, a tray be set down in front of the door and then footsteps scurry away That's all he's gonna do. Alright, Enoch, you go downstairs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sir? Yes? Uh, he's gonna pull out two gold pieces and he's gonna set them down. He's gonna slide them across. He takes uh, them. Oh. Ooh. That is. I need another room at another dinner for myself. Please. Uh, all right. Uh, the, the, I think the only room I have left is the one next to the one you rented originally, so here you go when he hands you a key. Um, by the way, that wasn't my son, and he's going to like shuffle off. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Have a good night. She's gonna keep going up the stairs. <laughs> All right, he just turns back around. Oh yes, what would you have to drink? He starts pouring drinks for other customers, and you head back upstairs. And when you get upstairs, you see another tray of food sitting out in front of where. Oh, where and he's gonna pick is. it up, and he's gonna walk. <laughs> just kidding. He's gonna set it. He's gonna leave it. He's gonna get to the other room. Okay. After eating, Lindak would head back and. Uh he would uh, actually go knock on Tal's door. Okay, so you eventually get back. It takes total for you to get there and back. It's probably an hour plus eating, so probably like an hour and a half more like it. And yeah, you, you head up to, t- uh, to Linda's door and you knock on it. I can hear her playing. I put my violin down. I go to the door. I open it. Hello? I believe we should talk. I believe so as well. I invite, I gesture him in. Okay. Comes in, sits down in a seat. I assume you recognize me. I have seen you. Mm -hmm. You I recognize you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure exactly uh, where I may have seen you, but I know I've seen you. Yes. Do you mind if I ask what you're doing here? What I'm doing here? I'm studying here. 
gesture to my violin. Can I roll an insight check on her? Yeah. What do I need to roll in? Depends. Do I need to roll in? Depends what you're trying to do. If you're lying, roll deception. If you're telling the truth, don't roll anything. Okay. You can deception, persuasion, whatever. If you're trying to lie. Okay. Uh, Eleven. Do I? What, do you, what should I do? Well, are you lying or are you tell the truth? So I am not lying. Then you don't roll anything. Okay. But should, I, I was just asking if I should tell him. I guess it's in the head. <laughs> Lindak nods. Well, I heard you playing while I was out in the hallway, and you are very good. Thank you. Did you ever play in the palace? Not openly. I see. But um, I know it might seem strange, me being here. Um, I came here because it was the best place to be for this. And how did you hear about this teacher that you found? Uh, word got around. She's very prestigious. And I was speaking to other musicians and they had heard of her and she was the best and I wanted only the best. I can understand that. But I, mm. I can assure you, I know how this seems. I am not involved in the politics of the situation. I thought I should assure you of the same. I did not come here to uh spy on the empire or anything like that. I'm on a mission and uh, that's all. I, I, I'm not involved in the politics. I was only, uh, let's say I was a bodyguard. Um, I'd appreciate it if you um didn't mention maybe that um, you may know me from it, uh, it doesn't matter if you know me we both have admitted that we are from Joras but maybe don't mention that uh, I am friends with uh, Tascan Varen. Well, I, I assure you, I, I don't intend to make our acquaintance known at all, frankly. Uh, no offense, but I want as little connecting me to Zorhas as possible. I can understand that. Absolutely. Other than on my obvious appearance. And I would appreciate it if you didn't mention I, I don't know how much you recall about me, but I would appreciate if you would mention as little as possible. May I ask what you told the guards about me? I actually don't believe I said anything about you, except that uh, I had recognized that you were a drow, and I believe that's it. Your name, they did ask me your name. 
All right. You, 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 did you tell them my surname? No, I told them Tal. Okay. I didn't tell them that I, I told them I didn't know you as well. That's fine. That's actually I just wanted to make sure we were aware of what was, what I'd been told. Lindak holds his hand out to her for a shake. I give, give it a shake back. Okay. Thank you, Tal. Thank you. And uh, I have your back if you ever need me. And I, I suppose I will try to have yours as well, since it seems we are in the same boat together. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Lindek goes back to his room. Okay. Uh, Gravel, how's your little time going? I don't know. Let's find out. Um, disguise kit. Should I roll for reapplying it? Nah. All right. I've done it so many You've times by now. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> uh, I'm in there with Enoch now, or no? Enoch's got a separate room now. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go grab the, because uh, Vinlog was actually expecting Enoch to come back. Yeah. So he just kind of goes out there, grabs his food. It's it, it's gotten maybe a little cold, but yeah, not like it's not like ice cold. It's probably more like room temperature. Enoch. Enoch. It's gonna be out in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right next door to him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> one second. You hear like the like movement of armor <laughs> and like yeah, like a hard. Um, and he like opens the door and like sticks half of his form out. Yeah. Oh, you went and got yourself a room, huh? I thought that's what you you wanted. I suppose that would be the unsaid thing that would have happened that uh, I kind of neglected here. And he'll give you uh, pretty much a handful of gold coins. <laughs> Just like <laughs> most he can hold in his hand, which is probably like five. <laughs> and he's just like... What a handful for him? him. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think, so he's just oh. going to hold him out. He's going to offer his hand out. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, uh... You'd see, as... Because he essentially has no shirt on, but that Polynesian-style tattoos is the best way to kind of describe it, would continue down and, like, over his, like, about a quarter of a sleeve um, coming down as he reaches his hand out and takes it and... You hear tink as he tosses the coins just into the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, I'm sorry. Oh, don't I worry overstepped about the boundary. I told him you weren't my son, though, so that should clear it up. That you weren't, yeah. Yeah, that you weren't my. It would be weird right. if I was your son, but you weren't. Uh, yes. <clears throat> You know we're we're just nailing it today. Uh, right on the head. I I gotta say I think that you could be a good friend, He'd and be I want you. 
Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, he smiles like his face gets a little bright. Uh, and you know, I just don't want you to feel put out by my hesitation. No. Well, come here, come here. He's gonna like open the door a little bit so they're not talking in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and awkward. Just go in and just start chomping on food. Um, okay. Just standing while he does it. Sure. Yeah, he'll sit his full form on the bed, which I imagine it bows a bit. His solid seven, eight, three hundred pound Goliath sits on this bed. Um, I understand your hesitation. I, with your the female, the Talindra, and you have faced um, uh, there's a uh, fighting or the war that is happening. I understand that it brings uncertainty. You've taken on your previous form. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... You know, there's enough peripheral stress from all of that and trying to keep up appearances that I try to add as little waves as possible. Well, <clears throat> he's going to reach underneath the pillow and he's going to pull out the amulet that he has and he's going to, he's not going to offer it to you, but he's going to like hold it by the chain um, out to you to give you like a closer inspection of it. Yeah, um, he'll go ahead and have a look at it. Just kind of cock his head, like give it a look, and then give him a look. It's sterling silver. It's probably sterling silver. The opal of the mask, uh, the rubies of the tears. Um, probably the most expensive thing he probably you've seen on Enoch. Um, and it's clean, like polished. This is my secret, I guess you can say. Hmm. How so? I mean, it looks expensive, so I can oh. see why you wouldn't want to flaunt it. Shh. Um, she essentially gives me um, abilities. I, I channel her, the remainder of her divine essence. So I've seen this twice now. Yep. Do I recall who and what this entity is? Uh, Enoch, did you mention the name of the deity last time? Mm-mm. Uh, if you want to try to do a religion check to see if you can figure out who it is, I will allow yeah, it. Just based on the symbolism? Yep. And you said uh, religion or history? Religion. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Eight. Uh, does not ring I'm a bell religious. or jump out at you in any way. Hmm. Well, um, how would you say... How would you describe this god? What's their big thing? I know that uh, well, she's not each a god. To, oh, to start off, uh, she was uh, 
from my understanding and from what she's told me, she fought for the gods. Um, and she was fractured, broken. Any kind of gestures to the bandages. Uh, and now she wanders, much like me. Would you say they are a good entity or an indifferent entity? Uh, she wishes to remove the taint of uh, evil, but evil for her is different from evil for me, but fiendish in nature, those of the sort, those that oppose. Well, that sounds dangerous. Mentioning her and worshipping her and following her is dangerous as well, from my understanding. What makes you... What makes someone like you get into that? Get messed up in that? <laughs> she saved me. She found me. I... I owe my life to her. Is that not enough? I, uh... No, I suppose... All of us in our little group we got going on here... Owe each other a little bit. It seems. I wouldn't have got out of that if uh, you guys hadn't stepped in. I mean, maybe I could have. I probably could have slipped out of there. But. Probably. You know, you guys are pretty useful. Uh, well, I hope so. I've. Not sure what she wants from me. Um, I've been working on getting back and you see that he gets generally more agitated um, you could see like a tenseness just I mean he's not trying to hide it that he takes a rigidness as he mentions that yeah and Venlock will just start chewing loudly to kind of <laughs> to kind of lighten the mood <laughs> um, just really digging in there like maybe get a little bit tougher into the bread that accompanies it uh, but that's... He'll take the amulet and slide it back underneath the pillow. Okay. Yeah. Gravel Gravel is pretty much putting out an, an air of like, ah, this doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care. But he's, he's holding it. He's holding it. All right. <laughs> and he'll just uh, kind of... My food's coming him. if you want to wait. Oh, <clears throat> what? My food is on the way. I I acquired some food if you want to. Oh, well, you're almost finished. I'll get some wine. You, do you indulge? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'll I start, do. <laughs> I'll start picking up the uh, five gold. Uh, oh, do I have to go back down? Did you, did they brought you the food, right? Usually they bring someone up 
back up to take the dishes, from my understanding. As you're having this conversation, on the door, uh, hello, sir, uh, I have your food. Okay, he's gonna go to the door and lower himself. There's a little boy there, uh, nice clothes, holding out a tray with a beef wellington rice, a cherry tart, and a goblet of wine, and he's like, uh, here you go. He's gonna use one hand to pick up the tray, and he's gonna give the other, he's gonna give five gold pieces of the wine, the endless wine was offered. Okay. Can we get that? Yes, and he holds out a hand. He puts the five gold pieces. <laughs> and Vinlock will go between his legs <laughs> and just hold out, like, another gold piece for the for the kid. Okay, five gold for the wine, one gold for tip. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And he scurries off. Uh, and as he scurries off, ten minutes or so later, he just brings up two massive... <laughs> trying to carry two massive pewter jugs of red wine. He kind of just puts them in the room on a nearby dresser and goes, well, um, have a good night. And he Thank kind of you. just wanders outside, closes the door as he leaves. Gravel will just pick up one of the goblets, fill it, and make sure the other one I believe you said the other one was full as well. And I'll just hand it to Enoch. Uh-huh. Friendship. Friendship. Yep. He's going to down that whole goblet. Okay. In one oh. go. Uh, yep. Yep. Got him. Uh, yeah. All right. Customs, uh, I guess. <laughs> as you guys down the wine, uh, based on the time it is, and this is our short D&D session of the week. Uh, I think that's where I'm going to call it, is everyone does their own thing for the night, drinks some wine, gets some rest. Everyone will gain the benefits of a long rest. Yes. Um, again, and we'll pick up there next week. Uh, thanks for everyone in chat tonight. Thank you for watching. Thank you for donating. We got a donation. My girlfriend donated some money, so that's awesome. Uh, so thank you. Uh I will teach you how to use Twitch chat in a moment. Um, but thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you to the people who hosted this little stream. Uh, we'll be back at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time to stream our D&D pirate campaign. That'll be from about 10.30 to our usual ending time for that. It's 1, 1.30. So come on out for that as well. Keep donating money. It's for a good cause. Um... Yeah, let's keep being good people. And again, if you listen to our little statement in the beginning of the stream, thank you so much. I'll most likely clip it and put it on the YouTube channel so it's a constant upload somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks everyone. Have a good night. Bye-bye. I'll be back at 10.30 Eastern Time. That's in like less than an hour. Bye-bye.